Canuck Central in the Kintec studio. Dan Richo, Big Bazaar at Rogers Arena. Canucks and Vegas Golden Knights going tonight. And, of course, hour number two of the program brought to you by Andrew Sherritt Limited, your plumbing and heating wholesaler, a proud family-owned BC company helping local business since 1892. It is uh, the Canucks for Kids Telethon evening, an annual tradition like no other. And uh, Elliot Friedman here to host the event alongside our pal who is not here, Satyar Shah. You get to carry Sat tonight, Freach. Luckily, I've been lifting weights. I've been working out. <laughs> it's a big yeah, weight. Yeah, but so does <laughs> He looks kind of light, I have to say. I yeah. think I could do it. <laughs> it's a big weight off my shoulders. I'm usually <laughs> the one carrying sat around these parts. But uh, it's, uh, it's a big night, the Canucks Telethon night. Yeah, it is. Uh, I didn't realize they set a target of three-quarters of a million dollars. Yeah, like, that's, no pressure. <laughs> that's a big number, man. When I saw that, I was like, woof. That's a big challenge, but if you're, if you're not going to go big, you might as well go home. Yeah. So last time I was here, which I think was last year, I think we beat that total. So there, and, and I will say this, I don't want to joke around. I know at times the, the Canucks fan base and I have poked fun at each other. But <laughs> ev- no trouble getting into the building today? <laughs> no, 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 never is. They're <laughs> great people here. The Every year this they do this telethon, this crowd this community has proven to be extremely generous like no screwing around i i tip my hat and i expect no different tonight uh you can head over to canucks.com slash telethon to get some donations in online right now and uh you can also be entered into win a brand new 2023 toyota corolla hybrid with any donation before tonight at Midnight. Uh, so Canucks and Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Canucks uh, making the push for the playoffs here for each. <laughs> I don't know if I would go that far. <laughs> the math isn't isn't not in their favor. That's right. The say. math is not in their favor. Um, you know, it's it's funny. I was uh, I was uh, chatting with someone at the airport last night. Uh, I flew in from Dallas, where I was, and actually yeah. Sergey Gonchar was on uh, my flight. But I was on. Uh, I was chatting with a Canucks fan at the airport as we were walking out uh, from customs. And uh, he was like, they're, they're ruining the lottery. They're ruining the lottery. And I laughed. I said, look, I, I totally understand, but uh, you cannot expect players to throw games. Uh, yeah. Not when jobs are on the line, not when you're trying to impress a new coach. And I know that there's a lot of tough guys on this team, a lot of guys who play hard, but I would bet even they would be intimidated by Rick Tockett. And Rick Tockett is not going to tolerate it if you go half-assed. So... You know, it's funny. Like Craig Simpson once told me, he says, "Beware of the team that has a big finish when it doesn't matter." Right? Mm-hmm. Like he's 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 really talks about that. I I just think this is a lot of talk at laying the groundwork for for next year. That like I I'm kind of frustrated at having that conversation so many times. Of like yeah. they've done it before, but I I do feel like it's different just because they've is... sucked you in, Beck. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I said yes. Like, just I'll, when I think I'm out, I'll, they pull me back in. I'll be the first one to fall in the trap because it just looks like better hockey. Yeah, it, it it doesn't look like we're just relying on things that can fall apart, like confidence. Like confidence wanes. You go away for a summer, you go have a nice time, you come back, and you, you lose that confidence that you have. This just looks like better hockey, and I think guys can adapt to that and carry it over from May to September. Yeah, I, I think there's. You know, I, I think there's some of that. Um, you know, I, I just think that I, I think there's just and I, I've only been here for a day and just, you know, chatting with a couple of people. 
there generally seems to see a, a better sense of cohesiveness mm-hmm. uh, among the like. The one thing I hate about these kind of conversations is I don't want anyone to think that I'm dumping on Boudreaux or any of the other coaches or anything like that because I don't I don't like it. Um, I just think that there there had to be some there had to be some changes they made in the way they played, and I get the sense like like one player was saying to me, um, you know, I knew I could get to where I had to go. I just wasn't always sure if I was going to the right place. And he said, now I know where I'm supposed to go. And I just think there's a general sense of cohesiveness that's better than before. The other thing, too, I think, is Demko. Like, mm-hmm. Demko being back, and, and you know, I really wondered if, if what his future was going to be. I'd be surprised if it's not here. I, I would be. I, I think that they see how good he is and how much he settles them down. And I think that they, if they've forgotten, they've been reminded of it. They'll also start more stable, yeah. right? He came into this season, captain wasn't signed, the coach was a year left on the deal, and there was ways that the instability could fracture what we saw. Yes. And that's exactly what played out. And I think going into next season, everything's just going to be a bit more stable, and you just kind of mentioned more cohesiveness, and this season was so weird, so bizarre. Yes. Like, what's the perception of the team since... February onwards, because it, it feels like it's finally quieted down. Like on the ice, there's still rumors and things like that, but that's that's normal at least. What's the perception of how the the overall team has looked February onwards? Well, I think they've. I think there's generally a sense that they look a lot better. I think a lot of that is Demko. Like when you have like a human vacuum, like that guy <laughs> is, it, it covers up a lot of problems. Um, but I, I generally think they look a lot more structured. There, there's no question about that. I think the end of the trade deadline really helps too, because everything kind of calms down. Like I was, I was saying about that that fan I was talking to at the uh, at the airport last night. He said to me, "Are you afraid of going into the dress room at all?" And I go, "Okay, why?" And he goes, "Well, you know, you've kind of been lighting them up since <laughs> since October." And I go, "Well, you know, I." I, I said, no, I'm not. I, I have to say I really didn't think about it a lot. But, you know, the one thing I, I do kind of like about being here, aside from the telethon, obviously, is that I, I'm a big believer in you got to show your face. Like, uh, like, there has been a lot of stuff with this team this year, and I wanted to see, like, would anybody have anything to say? And, you know, I, I chat with a few people. They, The one thing that a couple of them said to me was, we knew there was stuff going on. I guarantee to you we didn't know as much as there was because you can't possibly pay attention to all of it. You'll go insane. But there definitely is a sense, Big, that now the deadline's over, everybody can kind of relax. They look around and they say, this is our team now. Now the question is becomes, how does Talkit want us to play? Demko is erasing a lot of our mistakes. Um, you know they've gotta they've gotta turn Kravtsov into a player now. They've gotta get McDonough into a game to see what they've got. They've gotta get Hronek into games. To, Hronek into he said Hronek today. <laughs> He's, he, you gotta get Hronek into games to, to fit him in. Like I think now it's as you guys said, it's all about a base for what they're gonna have next year. It. it uh, I mean, the ideal scenario is you know Rick Tockett is a comp to what Daryl Sutter was to the Flames a couple of years ago. Yes, uh, I think that the one thing I, I just generally feel is like Tockett is a presence, right? Yeah. Like I've always liked talking to him. Like Rick Tockett is, uh, he's a really patient guy. He's a really nice guy. 
Um, you know, you you can't cross him. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, to get into his doghouse, you've got to cross him and not listen to him. Like, it takes... I don't think this is a guy who's got a quick doghouse. I think he's got a long fuse. Like, again, today I was listening to him talk about um, uh, Kravtsov and how he'd yeah. like Kravtsov to stay in Vancouver as much as he can this off season. Like, Taka's a big fitness guy. Like, look at him. He's in, he's he's in his what fifties. Yeah. And look at the shape he's in. And it, like the thing the thing about Rick Tockett is that he played in a lot of hard games. And even though the NHL isn't the same as when Rick Tockett plays, I think the mindset still matters, Dan. Like if you're not if you're not prepared to, there's puck. Mm-hmm. It's you versus one other person. Who's winning that battle? And a lot of games turn on one puck battle. Yep. And like I just think that he's a guy about mindset, about preparing yourself to play hard, and if you do those things, he's going to find a way to make you feel like you're part of it. There's there's one thing we've talked about a lot, and obviously like there's going to be moves made in the summer, right? Yep. We, we know that. They're going to have to clear cap space and, and try to get better a little bit. But it does feel, not just talk it, but also management feels they can cure some of their issues internally. Yeah. Do you agree with that? I think they do. Um, I think the one thing, I think they do. Uh, I'm, I'm curious about what the plan is for Hoaglander. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting one for me. I'm, I'm curious to see what the plan is going to be for some of their uh, other players. I still think the number one thing that they, that they look at, guys, is... They need one more center. Yeah. Like, like to me, whenever I speak to somebody here, um, the the feeling I get is they got to find one more center. And uh, to play behind JT. Or yeah, behind to, JT. Yeah. Like I, I think it's going to be Pedersen, JT, and then they feel I, th- I still think they feel they've got a little bit of a hole. So, you know, yes, they've got. I think if there's one thing that they feel they have to sort out from outside, it's going to be who that is. They've got to find a guy like that. Yeah. Were you surprised how confident Alvin sounded in the idea that they'll be cap compliant? Now, he used cap compliant, but yeah. just the idea, because we, we sit here looking, we're like, there's still four holes and backup goalie, <laughs> you're going to be over the cap, but just he found he sounded oddly confident that they'll be under the cap and ready next year. Well, the one thing I, I really think is that, uh, Bick, is that I think the, the, a lot of what the trade deadline's about is not only about making trades, but also figuring out what's not available now that could be available right. later. And when he talks like that, it says to me that they know there's something they could probably do a bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, what that is, I don't know at this time. Yeah. But I, I think they definitely feel that there's something they can do in the off season. I, I, I got that impression, and they probably had some conversations around the deadline that gave them an idea of what's available for them like that's one thing about this group and any team that jim rutherford's involved in they're not afraid to do stuff right where you're always on alert mm-hmm. uh you mentioned you were uh, in dallas yeah uh, before coming here uh we heard on the podcast you were going to be golfing with the gentleman Pavelski did, and ottinger i didn't golf i i went to the range and uh first of all it was like it was really cool they belonged to a private club in, yeah. in in dallas it's a beautiful place and I didn't realize it, but while I was on the range with Pavelski, Tony Romo was like hitting like <laughs> twenty people down from me in a in a beautiful pair of Skechers. Of <laughs> but I, I didn't probably Skecher golf shoes, <laughs> but I didn't see it. Like Pavelski is is unbelievable, and like I like I I uh, I haven't hit this year, 
And Ottinger can really hit it too. He yeah. was he he was there. Ty Delandria played too. Uh, I didn't play with them. I just hit and then I left. But um, I I didn't realize it. But when I took out the irons for the first time, apparently Ottinger went behind me to watch, and my first couple shots were not good. And then I took out the driver, and I hit a couple of really nice bombs, but apparently Ottinger was so disgusted with my game, he'd already <laughs> left. And uh, Merrick sat down to do an interview with Ottinger uh, after after I'd flown to Vancouver, and apparently Ottinger told him that I need a lot of work on my swing. <laughs> so that was... That was a uh, that was not a great outcome for me, I have to say. Uh, well, all the best with the uh, telethon tonight. Appreciate you uh, stopping by here for a few minutes. My pleasure, guys, and uh, looking forward to tonight with the great Canuck fans. Good game here, good broadcast, and I was just looking over the script. There's a lot of beautiful stories tonight. They're always tough for me to keep my emotions in with some of these stories, but there's some beautiful stories we're going to tell tonight. Uh, we look forward to it. Thanks, All right, guys. Rich. Thanks a lot. Thanks for coming out. No worries. That's uh, Elliot Friedman, Hockey Night in Canada, 32 Thoughts, the podcast, and uh, a lot of great content uh, set to be coming with the Dallas Stars. And you can check out the Telethon Night. Canucks.com slash telethon is where you can get your donations in and uh, hear some of these great stories, view some of these great stories that they have planned through the broadcast on Sportsnet Pacific.